Welcome into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network every single day, five days a week, that is, specifically. Uh, If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we are going to talk about it. You know we are. We're here for you. I am J. Kyle Mann. I have a website called The Dime Drop, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. Yeah, good old good old Kyle Tucker. I was kind of laughing because I, I kind of like just I was. You have to understand something. You have to understand. And I think if you've listened to this show, you've already begin. You've already begun to deduce this. Uh, Kyle and I give each other uh, just a truckload of crap. So when I was when I I listened back and I was like I teased I teased you pretty hard at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> just talking about how big of a piece of garbage you are and stuff like yeah. that. But that's a running joke between us. Us is that Kyle is sort of the whipping boy for a lot of different uh, causes out there that uh, you're just you're outspoken so certain people yeah I mean that target with, for yeah some no, people. I, I really have no issue with it because that kind of comes with the territory uh, if you're gonna put your opinions out there like that uh, strongly in one way or another people are gonna uh, lash back out at you and there's like nothing that people like to argue about more like no matter what opinion you have on, on either of these two things, sports and, and politics, uh, no matter what opinion, and even if it's like a verifiable fact, it's not even an opinion, that immediately the other side is going to come roaring back at you about how stupid you are. So, you know, I, I have a pretty, I think I have a pretty thick skin about that stuff now. I think it's like, I mostly just laugh at it. And I like to put, you know, as you know, I like to put people on blast sometimes when they're oh, yeah. a-holes. But uh it do- well, certainly doesn't hurt my feelings. What's funny is that after that, everybody everybody takes everything that you say. Like if you if you express, because people know how where you stand on certain things, and we're not getting into all that right, stuff. Obviously, right, but right, right. but when people people know where you stand on certain things. So you'll tweet something about a totally a different subject, oh, yeah. like Pre-empt- about football, preemptively. <laughs> you liberal, you liberal well, idiot. They'll see it as like a Rorschach test. Like they'll be like, "Well, I see liberal wussy in yeah. this," you know. Which yeah, is exactly. Football's really dangerous funny. for the brain. Well, you would think that you. This the wuss, wussification of a miracle by the libtards, you know. Like that's, God. Like, like, that's like every that's, that's every every uh, every day, pretty much in the mentions. But I get a kick just, out of it. So just like the locked on podcast, every day, sure as the setting of the sun, Kyle's going to make people mad on Twitter. But I just wanted to apologize because if you listen back, Kyle was like, "Oh, geez," that is, which is totally not really, yeah. really, really wounded me, Kyle. Oh, good. So, so anyway, speaking of being wounded and on the pre- on the uh, precipice of just total death, uh, let's you know we're going to talk talk about Kentucky football, football today. Uh, you know, uh, I don't. I don't even know if there's really a, a total. Let's let's just kind of go through this as a free flowing uh, therapy session for the Big Blue Nation here. Uh, so, you know, Kentucky goes into the South Carolina game on, uh, I guess, three games. It, constitutes a, a streak, right? Two games isn't isn't necessarily a streak. I wouldn't say. Would you say that? Yeah, yeah, they lost two in a row. Now they're right, right. now they're on a bona fide losing streak. Now it's a streak. So they've lost. They lost to Florida. You know, they they drop one to uh, Mississippi State, a game they should have won uh, on the road, and. 
going to South Carolina, a South Carolina team that is not playing particularly well. Will Muschamp uh, been getting a lot of grief. It seems like it seemed like regardless of what happened in this game, he was in big trouble either way. Uh, Kentucky goes down and has, I agree or disagree with this, I tweeted this out, has one of the worst performances of the Stoops era, I would say. Yeah, I think it was some people making the argument that it was the worst. Uh, I don't think it was the worst, but it was certainly in the conversation. Um, you know, I think when they lost last year to Tennessee uh, with one of the with the best team they've had in forty years, like that was a, a horrific loss. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a bad an, one. Just an inexplicably bad loss. Uh, the game against Florida three years ago at Florida, where they got just absolutely housed. Um, it was Drew Barker was dealing with issues that we didn't really understand at the time with his back, and it was the the very first action for uh, Stephen Johnson, and obviously he wasn't ready for that, and they just got their doors blown off him. That was really bad. Um, you know they've had a they've had a couple. I thought that Louisville game to end the regular season two years ago when they Ooh, that was a bad one. Kind of embarrassed in many themselves. levels, like yeah. It, yeah, like all all across the board. Like the behavior was awful. Jordan Jones just really showed his ass in that game, and those. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, you know, I always I've always loved that phrase. That's a great he expression. Sh- he showed his ass. Uh, I just think it's really funny that that's like the moment <laughs> where someone hits rock bottom. They show their ass. Yeah, it's a very country southern. <laughs> thing but I, I, I grew up i grew up in tennessee hearing it all the time boy he showed his ass on that i know i've heard that one too do not i used to work with this guy yeah do not show your ass on this you make an ass <laughs> the, out of me the, and you the other, the other the other good one the other good one that my dad used to always say when he'd get real mad at me you know if i was doing something irresponsible when i was a teenager he'd say you keep doing this and you're gonna end up out on the street and you're not going to have a pot to piss in. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, not not going to have a pot to piss in is a good one. So my, my dad used to tell me that he'd be like, we didn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. yeah that's uh that's a low one. Cause yeah. you, you would think you'd just pee on the ground. Hey dad, we got to hold it. Who needs a pot? <laughs> who needs a pot? Who needs a pot to piss in? But, what a digression. Sorry uh, about that. Everybody. So, but anyway, <laughs> so, uh, nine minutes or whatever into this podcast 24 to 7 was the score uh kentucky got yeah it, it was it's in the conversation for worse i don't think it's i don't think it's even in the three top three of actual worst but it's like in the top five uh because they should be beyond losses like this and and regardless of the circumstances really um there's a lot of reasons not excuses but real valid reasons that they they played terribly uh but still, they should be you know where they are as a program. They were down twenty four nothing until very late, and were in danger of. I think it was going to be the first time they'd been shut out since the last game of the Joker Phillips era, the the godforsaken Vanderbilt like forty to nothing Vanderbilt game where there were which 18. got brought up on the broadcast, and Jordan yeah. Rogers was like, <laughs> "I was there about it." Yeah, yeah it's just I like, guess he was there then. <laughs> But he yeah, was. it yeah. was it was uh, one of the darkest days I've ever seen. It was like eight. I think the actual attendance was eighteen thousand at uh, then Commonwealth Stadium, and you you know that was, many. Wow, yeah, I thought it, it was eighteen hundred. Yeah. yeah, you knew it was over. 
uh, then. And uh, so uh, it uh, it was not good to be, you know, to, to have come this far um, and then to just stink it up. And again, like it's kind of like the – Mississippi State game, like this is a it's a road game in the SEC. Those are always hard. You are playing with your backup quarterback, but these are not very good teams. Mississippi State was not a very good team. South Carolina, to me, not a very good team. Um, they were one and three coming in. They had gotten their doors blown off by Missouri um, a week ago. They got a true freshman quarterback. There's you know lose okay maybe, but to get to be down twenty four nothing till the final couple minutes is was pretty well pretty bad well going into the going into the fourth quarter and we we were saying this uh <laughs> off the air that that third quarter i mean it really felt like root canal like it it, it, it lasted we, we went into some space-time continuum thing sorry yeah. hold on uh where yeah, it seemed like that third quarter lasted thirty years. Like I couldn't believe when it when it ended. But they were down seventeen to nothing going into the fourth. That was what was amazing. And I said to you, is like a competent offense gets a stop and a score, stop and a score, and this is a ball game. <laughs> and, yeah. But they just were that. That was the story. I mean, the, the defense. You know, early on, Sawyer again. They this is a team that just cannot play from behind at all. They're a team that can't play from ahead. They're a team that can't play tied because they can't move the football right now. And a big part of that is, you know, Sawyer has to be the the sto- the story because. And and you start talking. You, you mentioned how we didn't know what was going on with Drew Barker on the road at Florida back in 2016, and it kind of the temptation is to jump on and say this is this is hellfire and brimstone we're in we're in serious we're in serious trouble here we're coming up on the break so uh, let me tell you about buffalo trace distillery at buffalo trace the world's most award-winning distillery you're going to see 200 years of masterful bourbon making history in action come and smell the mash cooking touch the charred oak barrels aging in century century <laughs> century old warehouses hear the tales of bourbon legends like taylor blanton weller and Lee and taste award-winning spirits at America's oldest continually operating distillery. Experience a tour for every taste. Buffalo Trace offers six unique complimentary tours seven days a week, year-round, like the popular Trace Tour. Or see Bourbon Pompeii and walk through history on the E.H. Taylor Tour. Visit the world's bourbon destination, Buffalo Trace Distillery. To learn more about the distillery's history and spirits, visit buffalotracedistillery.com. And mention that you heard about Buffalo Trace on the Locked On Kentucky podcast, and you're going to get 10% off merchandise at the gift shop. Get yourself something nice. So, uh... Sawyer Smith, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's bad. I mean, and that, what I was alluding to was just that you mentioned that uh, you know maybe there's some stuff that we don't know. the The real issue here is that Kentucky is in some serious peril with this quarterback situation, and it's really miraculous how this sequence of events has gone as poorly as it possibly could. So first, you know, you you lose your your backup, who would you know perceivably be playing right now in uh in gunner hoke he transfers to, to ohio state to be so the third string quarterback as a turn right kentucky's thinking okay well we've got uh, we've got terry touchdown wilson here we'll be okay we'll be okay free course collar tackle patellar tear to in and out for the season 
Sawyer comes in, glimmer of hope. It, remind, it reminds me kind of the Enron ride of Broken Dreams from The Simpsons. <laughs> you ever seen that? Yes. <laughs> Where the, the roller coaster is going, oh, we're going to break even. Ah. It's kind of like that. So then, uh, <laughs> so, oh, so then Sawyer it. comes in and he's, he has to be playing hurt. So it's just yeah. like, so you, your backups, backups, backup, uh, if we're coming out of last season, is, is playing hurt now. It's, it's not good, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, and it's really, it's really difficult to believe how good Sawyer Smith looked in the, you know, at the end of the Eastern Michigan game when he comes in, you know, throws nine passes, two of them are a touchdown after Terry gets hurt, and and through three quarters of that Florida game, where they're, you know, he has he's throwing darts and that he's got them, uh, you know, in control of the game. Two, up two scores, you know, in the third or fourth quarter. And I think it all sort of goes back to that pick he threw where he had to chase the guy 60 yards down the field and make a tackle. I know he said his hand was fine, but you and I both kind of thought he didn't look the same after that in that game. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been pretty much a disaster. I think starting with that pick, he's zero touchdowns and five interceptions for Kentucky and two fumbles. Uh, not a good, not a good lot. That's, no, that's pretty painting no. with broad strokes. And so now, for, yeah, now for the season, he's four touchdowns and five interceptions. I think, I think again, two or three lost fumbles Threw a pick six to start them in a hole. <laughs> uh, uh, Saturday. Horrible I mean, that's, pass. That, that's that just, one on the sideline was horrible. Yeah. And then that one too. I mean, that's just a, uh, you know, gave him a short feel where he, he threw a pick six early, then gave him a really short field where he had. It's another issue, you know, I think something may be wrong with his hand. Mark Stoops said after the game he's dealing with two injuries. We know he has a shoulder injury. Maybe that hand is not right either. And, you know, he's not the same quarterback that he was early on. I, I, I think he may have some decision-making issues, clearly. But I also think he has some major physical physical issues right now. And those are on display. So pick six early. And then, as you mentioned, the one on the sideline where he had, I think, A.J. Rose. It was the running back behind the defense. He's, but he's got to get it up and float it over. And he just has nothing on the ball and throws it right to the defender instead and sets up a short field. Um, it was not well, good. Well, your wrist and your hands come into play in basketball and in any time you're throwing anything whenever it comes to touch. You know, the softness of how the ball's going to land because – you know, you're not going to get any touch if you can't, if you don't feel right in your wrist. Like it's, it's just, that's common sense. So it's like, man, I just, how close is Kentucky to the, this quarterback situation? And, you know, you and I talked a little bit about this, that at what point do we start to wonder, look down the road at this, uh, at this, the rest of the schedule and think like, is Kentucky's what are they going to do? I mean, like if if it if it gets to the point where Sawyer's just not going to be right, Sawyer that that was maddening. You want to talk about maddening them talking about that on the broadcast? Uh, Sawyer and Sawyer, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> Jordan Rogers, do you go around and say that you you soy like uh, that? Oh my God, did you soy something in half? Like he was like, I can't say Saul. I was like, I want to kick you in your face right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, not find, literally. He could beat me up, and he's handsome. But I, f- uh, I find Jordan Rogers a little bit annoying. But uh, <laughs> that was killing me. Yeah. It's it's one thing to lose like that. Yeah, it's another thing on the broadcast for the broadcast to be annoying. It just like really <laughs> exacerbates it. Yeah. Uh, but. 
I mean, are, are they going to go with Bowden? I mean, they're yeah, going to so just that's, flat out go with him. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the question now is, you know, everybody was getting freaked out. Like, why are they not going to Walker Wood, their backup quarterback? And let me just, <laughs> let me just explain it to you. Uh, they don't think he can play. I mean, he's had his helmet on a couple times each of the last two games, and then they pulled him back. It, it's not that he didn't, didn't have it in, in him at some point, but the guy's had a bunch of injuries. I think he's had two different shoulder surgeries. From my understanding, he's basically got a dead arm. Uh, he's not the answer. And, and Mark Stoop said, like, I, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of faith in, in Walker Wood, I think he said after the game, but, you know, he's, gonna, he's trying hard, but, you know, he's also had a bunch of surgeries. I mean, I don't know how much gentler he can tell you, like the guy, like, in action and in word, like the guy that can't play. Um, right. So what are your options? You have one, you know, one of your two freshmen is already freshman has already torn his ACL. So he's out for the season. Uh, so you're down to, um, you know, one other true freshman that they, I think they view as sort of a, a project. Um, and then Lynn Bowden. Um, <laughs> so, I think what we saw at the end of that game was them just set, like coming to the realization that maybe not, maybe not for the season. Cause I think maybe you hope that you can let Sawyer Smith heal up. They have a bye week and you know, then they have Arkansas at home and you know, maybe he'll, he heals up and he does get back to normal. Um, I think some of the decision-making issues will still be there, but at least for some short term period of time, I think they realized like, okay, <laughs> we got to see if Lynn Bowden can be our quarterback. And so they let him, not just as a wildcat, they played him like a real quarterback at the end of that um, game Saturday night, and he led the only touchdown drive of the night. He looked pretty good. He threw a couple passes. He uh, took off running. He you know, got them in there what they needed to run, and they got into the end zone. he's a threat to run. He can extend plays. We yeah, know he, that Lynn Bowden can extend plays. Yeah, I mean, like, he broke off a, you know, he scrambled for like a, 29 yard run or something like that. Um, you know, I, he was a, he, he was really just an athlete playing quarterback in high school, but he was a, an, a really, really effective one. I think he had like 1800 passing and, you know, over a thousand rushing yards as a quarterback in his senior year in high school. And, um, he at least has that experience. Uh, and he at least already had the basis of working out of that wildcat package, so it's not like he's never been behind the center. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, there was at least, if you wanted like the the tiniest glimmer of hope in the in, in that game, it was that series with Lynn Bowden at quarterback. Um, the problem is, like, I don't know if that can carry you for m- much of the season. Like, if this is just a stopgap, um, you know give Sawyer the bye week and the Arkansas game off to get healed um, and let Lynn Bowden play quarterback against Arkansas. You know, if that gives him basically two or three weeks to get healthy and then you try to go back to him, maybe that, maybe you can survive. Maybe you can beat Arkansas with him. I don't think they're beating Georgia anyway, (laughs) Um, but I don't also don't think I want to get my star player killed playing quarterback against Georgia. You know, Lynn Bowden is not built to take a bunch of hits. And, like, one of the th- one of the reasons he's so effective is he doesn't take a lot of direct hits, even at his size. 
um, because he's, he's shifty. He catches the ball in space and makes people miss and takes a lot of glancing blows. Well, if he's yeah. dropping back as a quarterback, he's going to get hammered several times a game. And, you know, the worst thing that could happen is you're playing this emergency quarterback, Lynn Bowden, and you lose star wide receiver and kick and punt returner Lynn Bowden because he gets knocked out. Uh, so then you don't have a quarterback and you don't have anybody for the other guy to throw it to. So I don't know, man. It's I would say it's very close to panic time for them. Um, but one, they're on a three-game losing streak. Two, there are going to be some brutal games. I mean, Arkansas looked like a gimme, and now there's really nothing but Tennessee Martin on the schedule that's left that's a gimme to me. Probably Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt looks awful. Man, if you can't but, move the ball at all, I don't know what it, what's a gimme yeah, on this. I'm right. not trying to be a, a negative Nancy here, but it's just like yeah, I'd say South Ten- Carolina's yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say Tennessee Martin and and maybe Vanderbilt, but but like Arkansas took Texas A&M to the wire, and they look like they have a, maybe a quarterback that they found now. You know, Georgia's going to beat you at their place. Missouri looks pretty darn good, and that's a that's a tough one. Tennessee is always always. No, even no matter how good Kentucky is, as we saw last season, a tough game. And Louisville is a lot better than people thought before the season. So there's one and maybe two. Okay, that's a win. You know, left on the schedule, and that only gets you to four. <laughs> so yeah. how are you getting to a bowl? I mean, I think I think a bowl game is very much in question now for Kentucky. Yep. Yep. And yep. it it hinges on whether Sawyer Smith can get healthy and get get it together. Or Lynn Bowden is the second coming of uh, Randall Cobb, which you know they have done. There is precedent for Kentucky football moving a wide receiver, quarterback, in a pinch, and it going okay. Yep, yep. Uh, let's uh, let's take one more break, and we'll we'll wrap up talking a little bit more about that game. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up to you uh, was. My worry, my, this is just sort of a ripple out effect of this quarterback situation, and uh, is the body language was not good. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big. Uh, we were joking around about it that uh, I'm, I'm very. I, I pay a lot of attention to chemistry and body language and stuff like that. Um, specifically, chemistry because you know it, it, the social part of sports is really important. Like the, especially in football, it's a, it's a there are a lot of you know workplace dynamic kind of metaphors that you can go into. They're endless, but uh, the group dynamic kind of a thing. But the main the main thing is you know uh, teams that lack identity, um, it, it it becomes really difficult to get anything done. Whenever whenever whatever group you're working with, if you don't have sort of a common like this is kind of what we do and this this is what we do well we don't spread ourselves too thin we have one focus and this quarterback situation it worries me because I was watching the body language of the rest of the offense uh, when they were unable to move the ball uh, and it was it was rough you could you could just see the frustration on the receivers faces um, you know if the people trickling down the pyramid, don't have faith in the guy at the top of the pyramid. Uh, it's really, really difficult to get effort in those moments that are seemingly unsexy. You follow yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it's really hard to get everybody to, to all together push together, which is what this team's going to have to do if they're going to have any success. Yeah, I mean, it's and I think that's an issue. I think 
Um, you know, you say talk about do those guys have faith like in Sawyer Smith? Do they have faith in the, faith in their coaching staff right now? Uh, and I think Mark Stoops has certainly earned the benefit of the doubt after what he's done to turn the program around and you know the last three seasons and last year in particular. But they're you know it's fair to question some of the things that happened. Um, and you wonder if the players start to go, Coach, what are we doing here? Um, you know, leaving Sawyer, starting Sawyer Smith in the first place, knowing that he was banged up, leaving him in when it became evident that he was hurting and it just seemed to get worse and worse and worse. He's, he completed 15 of 42 passes against Mississippi State, 13 of 34 against South Carolina, 35.7 and 38.2% completion. I mean, that's... That's horrific. It's unbelievably and like, bad. Injury or not, you have to make a change earlier than they did. And with injuries, what? I mean, how on earth are you leaving this guy in the game? That's a big question for the coaching staff. Uh, Eddie Grand not only leaving him in the game, but Eddie Grand deciding to chuck the ball around the yard. I mean, what is going on? You, you supposedly have a really good offensive line and a good backfield. Who you know? Last week they they averaged six seven yards a carry. What are you doing? I mean, they have since the Eastern Michigan game thirty six pass attempts, thirty five, forty two, and thirty four. When they don't have a quarterback, I mean, it's it's kind of baffling. Um, you know, you mentioned we were talking before we started, and, and I saw it on Twitter. People kind of freaking out about it, and I think it's a fair freak out. Like Lynn Bowden is still on special teams late in the game in a game they're mm-hmm. going to lose. And you've already illustrated that you, you think he may have to be your answer at quarterback. What are you doing? <laughs> Why would he be out there? Twice in the game, Kentucky had to take timeouts because they had nine men on the field. Not even ten. Nine. Uh, they're, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's, you know, leader, like, that's leadership. That's focus. That's, up and down the, that's just up and down the line. I just feel like there's a lack of... Uh, and, but but two, it needs to be mentioned too. Like we talked about, going into the end of the game, the defense didn't play horrendous. They got they got uh, gashed and cut up a lot throughout the night. But uh, two two things I would note, you know, as bad as it was, Kentucky was still remarkably within striking distance yeah. again at the end of the game. Yep. And then also, you you have to Kentucky fans, as tempting as it is to get flustered by all of this. The personnel stuff really is having a huge impact. It has to be taken into account. Uh, and and another thing, you know, Kentucky had its best. Don't don't uh, don't get too ungrateful too quickly and lose perspective because Kentucky had its best season yeah. of my life last season. And you know, put those two things together, a dip, I think is is understandable a little bit. No, I think that's I think that's also a thing to keep in mind. I mean, they, they won 10 games and beat Penn state in the, in the new year's day bowl game, uh, at Kentucky. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty amazing. I mean, they, they had a game in November at home win, and you're in the sec championship game. They didn't win it, yeah. but they, like Kentucky being in a play in basically for the East, uh, I could never have imagined that. And if you think about the low points that the program was at when, when Stoops got here, he's done a lot right, but not everything. Um, you know, and he takes some blame for some of this stuff. Uh, you know, 
Eddie Grant's going to have to answer for some of this stuff. I think Eddie Grant had a lot to do with their success last year, but um, he's also done some things that you just, it's hard to justify. Um, you know, at one point, they I think they had thrown a pass on 11 or 12 straight plays early in that game. And I just, that to me is not a guy who's looking out for an injured quarterback who's yeah. shown poor decision-making skills, like run the ball. And and you mentioned the defense. I think you're right about the defense. I, I think Brad White's really good, and I think Stoops is a really good defensive, obviously mind as well. I think those two together are really good. They're they're having to patch this thing together defensively, and all things considered, not too bad. Um, they had they gave up an 85 yard drive late in the game because I think they just wore down. You know the defense will wore down, but with eight minutes to go in the game, they'd given up 17 points. And some of that basically spotted by the offense, um, and 300 yards. I mean that they had they had certainly played well enough to win. I think the defense, the the defense played well enough that you had if you had even a competent level of offense out there, you win the game. Um, and so that's that that's encouraging. I think surely, especially coming up against a team, another beatable team. Now lose to Arkansas. And that's three straight to beatable. Yeah. That's blow a two-score lead against Florida at home and then lose to three straight average to below-average SEC teams. Uh, and, and it's full-blown panic mode because then your four-game losing streak, you're two and four, you're probably not going to a bowl game. you got to beat Arkansas if you have any designs on going to a bowl game. It's true. Uh, Kentucky nine first downs in that game. South Carolina twenty one. I think Oof. they were. Did they? Did they convert a third down? I mean, it was. I like, think it was like. Uh, it's really the number like for the last couple games in a row is like really bad, like two for twenty five or something horrific. And they even had some good luck in this game. Max Duffy hit <laughs> hit somebody on the receiving team with the ball. I was yeah. like, it's to the point where he's like. You know, kicking ICBM <laughs> like he, he can target <laughs> a single player. Um, good fortune there. Uh, they got some penalty help even in the red zone and still couldn't get it in. It was just really, really rough. Well, any, that's all we got time for to, for today. Uh, we'll be back at you tomorrow. Um, hopefully, uh, you guys can uh, sleep it off. S- sip some Buffalo Trace. Drink water afterwards so that you don't, uh, you know, that'll help you fall asleep. We, uh, never mind. Don't worry about that. Uh, my name is Jay Kyle Man. <laughs> you can follow me at Jay Kyle Man. Uh, and you can follow Kyle at Kyle Tucker underscore ATH. And uh, like us, review us, be nice to us because we deserve it. We'll see you tomorrow. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.